When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's 11 straight for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, baby. That's all we needed. Just another fourth quarter performance to <laughs> lock it all away. There was nothing to even worry about or stress about the entire game. I Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> As always, we are brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Check it out and use the code PHNX when you sign up. It was a 112 to 104 victory over the Dallas Mavericks for the Phoenix Suns tonight. Uh, taking down the Mavs for the second game in a row. Back to back W's over the Mavs. This was an interesting one. They said, uh, they, they said it couldn't be done. They said it couldn't be done. And when I say they, I mean Lindsay and Espo said that it couldn't be done. And I said, yes, they could win both these games. And I was right. Uh, yeah, you got me there. But that I also, <laughs> to be fair, I was more confident in my um saying with that before i knew luca wasn't playing fair and then once we found out luca wasn't playing i was like okay we should still win thought that they were gonna lose on wednesday i mean i figured there was a possibility just because um but i was more confident when they had the uh, luca potentially playing so to tip things off should we go to the bar Hells let's yeah. go to the bar early in tonight the worst way the drink of the night is the McHale, as in McHale Bridges, because he had himself at least a first half. A hell of a first half. <laughs> yes, he had 17 first half points tonight, which match his career high for points and a half. He's yep. done that now six, six times. times. Six times, yeah. So one of these days we're going to have to get McHale to 18 first at half some points point. so that he at can get over point. that hump. He was, he was fantastic in the first half, and he really paced his son's team uh, for a large portion of that, um, you know, hitting threes, floaters. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the whole nine. He was he was showing the entire repertoire tonight, which was nice to see because uh, the last several games have been kind of, kind of rough for him on the offensive side. Yeah, and and it was nice to see him snap out of that. For definitely. A bit. He finished with 19 points tonight, three assists, four rebounds, and he was perfect. From the field, so you love to see that for a guy like More Michael shots. Bridges. More shots. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, yeah you, you like, know, he had, was so hot in the first half. Like, why wouldn't he have? And, and that's that's kind of on Monty and Chris Paul. Uh, you got to find Mikael when he's got the hot hand. You would do it for Devin. You would do it for Chris. You got to do it for Mikael when he's feeling like that. Mm -hmm. When players don't miss shots, typically you want to get them the ball. It sounds kind of silly. But you got to give this guy the ball a lot more. I mean, hashtag analytics. <laughs> yeah, for sure. In for case sure. you guys are wondering, Saul is watching the tail end of who's playing U of A and in, who? In Wichita State. Wichita it, it, State. Up by 15, and they're blowing the lead, and I'm sitting here. It's a two-point game with two seconds left to go. Just wrap it up, guys. Let's Saul go. did go to U of A, so he's very invested here. I can't relate, but I am very happy that hopefully you're going to get a win. Hopefully. So... There's that. 
Um, Two wins in one night. I'll take it. We won't talk about football tonight, though, so that's cool. No, 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 no. Not at all. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so the chat is kind of, I feel like they kind of want to talk about it, right? We saw some sticks. We saw some Hutchison. (laughs) We saw some Wainwright. Like, (sighs) I'm not mad at it. There were like 47 seconds left to go when they put those guys in. Yes, I'm aware that there were only 47 (laughs) seconds left. However, the fact that they were able to comfortably have a lead where they had the faith that that lead would not be blown and they were able to get those guys in is showing that we're progressing in the right way. Yeah, slowly but surely. Apparently, we are putting bad teams away when we need to. And Dallas is not a good team without Luka. Um, although, man, when you watch Kristaps play, you just kind of wonder, how does this guy not drop 30 every single game? I don't, what, are you, what are we laughing about? <laughs> Doug in the chat said, easy, Linz. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Doug. Hey, I'm just excited to see some guys coming off the end of the bench for a few oh seconds. Okay? There's a reason why they come off the end of the bench. It's... Yeah, but that's why you got to be excited for those 47 oh. seconds. You just got to you gotta have it. <laughs> um. I feel like a lot of it has to do with Luca. What 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 the the fact that we had guys coming off the no, bench? No no or? no no. Why Christoph Porzingis doesn't have thirty a night? Yeah, I mean the, the guy looks like it should just be easy. It should just be easy for him. Yeah, he, thirty points should be like he should be a walking. You know they always talk about DA as a walking double double. This guy's a walking thirty point, easy easy every single night. But whatever happens happens and. Oh, uh, by the way, my wife. I know. I was one. just gonna say shout out to Doug for keeping me updated Not on the chat. I'm gonna put the phone away. <laughs> Two wins. Woo-hoo. Um, yeah, this I, is a good I, it's, Friday it's, night for you, Saul. It, he makes it look so easy, mm-hmm. and so you know when you're watching this team, you're like, okay, well, he's gonna have to keep a minute, and for for a large portion of that game, he tried his best too, but. Uh, there's just not much around him to to really help out. And the Suns did everything they could to kind of give the Mavs all the confidence they needed throughout this game by turning the ball over or, or just not connecting on wide open shots. Um, but luckily they were able to pull it all together. Yeah, the Suns had 17 turnovers tonight. Um, let me just double check that. Yeah. Row. Yep, yeah, 17 turnovers Sloppy. tonight. Sloppy. Wednesday night, they only had seven. Chris Paul was uncharacteristically really bad with the ball in the second half. Yeah, there were a couple passes that were very yeah. questionable. Like, it was like, can we hey, just, I'm a, let's I'm not a, do that. I'm gonna pass the ball to this guy. <laughs> just <laughs> like, dude, you can't stare down. What are you doing, Chris? You know, uh, yeah, so the turnovers tonight were definitely a problem, but thankfully, um, came out with the W. Regardless, I had somewhere that I was going to go, and then I got distracted by yeah. something. Oh, Espo. Ever, people are asking where Espo is in the oh, chat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Espo's not dead. He's not, um, but he is still sick. He's a yeah. little more sick than he was on Wednesday, so I, we told him he's not allowed to come in here. I basically banished him to Kaminsky Cove because yeah. he was sick, and he was going to infect the rest of us, and we just can't have that shit. Absolutely. So he's... Sitting on Kaminsky Cove right now. It's empty anyway, so he's he can't get anybody else sick because, you know, he's out. Yeah. So just uh, putting that out there. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about, since we started talking about Chris Paul, there were a couple moments of this game that we didn't love seeing from him, but there were a lot of moments that we did love seeing from him. And that's why he is our draft king of the game. Chris Paul finished tonight with 18 points, 14 assists, and five rebounds. 
He shows up when it's necessary. Yes. He he shows up when it's necessary. Um he's clutch. He and he always makes three or four plays that you're just like, "Oh my gosh." Like how did just he do that? Crazy. It's just so good. Um tonight, like I said, he had a, a couple uncharacteristic turnovers, but um but yeah, Chris is solid he did as get always. He's going a lot earlier tonight than um he has in the last few games. He did actually have some points in the first half. He, he did. He did. I Listen, Chris Paul rarely plays an awful game. You know, right. just maybe a few uncharacteristic things because he's so good. That's the level of expectation we have for him. Mm-hmm. So I, I was I was very happy with the way this team played, mainly in the fourth quarter. And at spots, there was other players like Cam Johnson had a really good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mikhail, um, you know, and, and so you push Landry Shamit. Um, Landry Shamit's defense, uh, surprisingly, it, it can surprise you. Uh, I'm very impressed by Landry Shamit's defense. I don't know if the rest of the chat is, but um, he had a, a huge block last game. Um, defensively, he was he seemed to be you know pretty solid this game. Uh, I, I I like Landry Shamit on defense. All of a sudden, I don't know what's going on with him. I'm here for it. Um, going back to Chris Paul, that was his seventh double-double of the season. So just wanted to point that one out. And he only needs two two or three more threes for 1,500 overall. Two two more threes to, to hit that 1,500 mark, which I was shocked when they said that Jason, Jason Kidd, Kidd was on the list. hit 1,500 threes in his career. And I was like, damn, I, I, I just didn't even realize that because Jason Kidd was such an awful shooter at the beginning of his career. Yeah, I'm not totally sure who was on that list. I know Annie mentioned Jason Kidd and Steve Nash, but yeah. outside of that... Um, Steph Curry had 1,500 when he came out of the womb, yeah, so right? you know, I mean, whatever. Would you be surprised with that one at all? Um, Steph probably had 1,500 yesterday. So, um, you know how Doug was giving me some grief early on in the show for being excited for a few garbage time minutes for some of the guys? Yeah, so was everybody bed. else, not just Doug. Well, Bam in the chat says Sticks for most improved player and Sticks needs to replace DA. And I know he's probably being very sarcastic, but... <sighs> you think? At least I'm not on that. <laughs> that far gone. <laughs> I think they're sarcastically making fun of you. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that they're really backing you. I think they're just kind of like, eh. Yeah. 47 seconds isn't that bad to throw out those guys every uh, once in a while when, when if, you know if, you got the win. Listen, everybody in the chat knows that if you've ever played basketball <laughs> and you sat the pine the entire game until the last 47 seconds left and you got put in, it's because you're not one of the good players. That Let's was just me. put it that way. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I understand that, but you also <sighs> want to like you got to cheat. You got to have some sort like, of I would like be compassion happy. for those guys. I would guys. be happy if I got forty-seven seconds in an NBA game right now. Like I would be ecstatic. <laughs> Not these guys. <laughs> these Senator Stug said, "You never know with the interwebs. That's facts. You never know." Uh, I don't believe Espo's in the chat. He might I be sleeping seen at all. Him. Yeah, he might actually be asleep tonight because it's yeah. almost 11 o'clock. I basically have, have tried to banish him as much as possible. My man needs some rest. So he's on 48-hour hiatus. Let's talk about the bench tonight and um, a little bit more of their contribution. I don't have specific numbers because the box score that I have is trash. Um, so I can't tell you how much the bench outscored the Mavs bench or if it did tonight, but the Suns bench was very good. Uh, you had JaVale McGee contributing, you had Landry Shamit, you had, uh, Cam Johnson. It was really nice to see Cam Johnson have a night like this because in the pregame show, we talked about how 
he wasn't really feeling that he was in a slump, mm-hmm. but everyone else was maybe feeling more like he was in a yeah, slump. Yeah, for sure. So this felt like the first game where it was very obvious that yeah. he was feeling he, that. In, in the pregame, you know, we played a clip of him saying that he didn't feel like he was in a slump. And then I used the analogy, well, you know, <laughs> I didn't feel like I was ugly when I was hitting on all those girls when I was younger. And, <laughs> you know, they still said no. So mm-hmm. it probably was because I wasn't that attractive to them. So, So he was in a slump. But now he's not. So now he's not. Maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. You know, he hit a couple threes in yeah, the last three game. Three of five. And then this tonight. Or yep, tonight. Yep. Two of two. Wednesday night. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's starting to come come together. He's still passing up open shots. I want him to pull the trigger. So Cam, if you're listening, pull the fucking trigger. Shoot the rock. Shoot. Shoot the rock. Because if, we've got all the confidence because, in you. Because this is what Chris Paul, guys like Chris Paul and Devin Booker do. If they pass you the ball, they typically like to pass it to you in a situation where you you have the opportunity to score because they want that assist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you pass that up too many times, guess what starts happening? They stop throwing it to you. They wait till you get to the position where you want to be, and then take the shot themselves. That's just how it's gonna go. Which um, I enjoy when Cam Johnson shoots the ball, and I feel like uh, he does a lot of good things for this team when he does shoot the ball. And he's got a, he's so got a great stroke. He's gotta yeah, just let it fly. Yeah, gotta keep shooting it. It's interesting though because uh, we talked about this earlier this week, I believe that maybe Cam Johnson is overthinking some of these yes. things, and the way he spoke this morning in the clip we played in the pregame. It kind of felt like that a little bit. Like he was like, I'm I'm taking this all in. I'm going back to the basics, you know, starting closest to the rim, working my way out. And I'm like, I feel like that's exactly what we described. Like he's such a, he's got such a smart analytical type of brain that he had to do all those steps to get to that point instead of just going out there and being like, I'm a shooter, I'm a shoot. Yeah. Oh, he needs three? Three more till 1,500? Okay. Chris Paul needs three yeah, more. Our producer, Shane, uh, said he needs three. But yeah, uh, you're right. When you say that you're not in a slump and then you turn around and say, well, you know, I'm going back to basics. That means you're you definitely, something is in your head. You're mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. And it happens. Like, it, it happens to, the be- to, to any basketball player in the world. They've gone through funks where they've had a game or two or three or four where it just nothing just quite feels right and you kind of get a you got to reset things or whatever you know like one of the things like when when I was in high school and college when I was in a slump I literally would just go underneath the basket and I just did this drill where I would just step back a foot after making five in a row just working on form just all the way back out to the three-point line until I felt super comfortable so um so you know and, and that's these guys will will do things like that to try and get their their mojo back and, and their form and just, you know, tighten up the fundamentals, if you will. And I think Cam's probably trying to do that. And that's it. Well, it worked tonight. It. So as long as it keeps going, Brian said, uh, your hat is wet AF. Yeah, it's a custom hat. I wish we were selling this in the shop, but we're not, but we do have other hats that are coming. Like we have one that almost looks just like this, except it's all black. Um, we have the trucker hat and we have other hats that are coming. <laughs> so it's pretty dope. Bailey but Lindsay's hat, hat is better. way better. Yes, it is way better. <laughs> That's undebatable. Um, ASU dude said in the chat, fun fact, the last time the Dallas Mavericks beat the Phoenix Suns was in 2019. Yes, I believe that is correct. It has been a seven-game win streak over the Mavs, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, so. listen, Luca can hide all he wants, but he keeps getting his ass kicked by the Suns. So whether you're on the bench watching it happen to your teammates or you're out there getting your ass whooped uh, by yourself, it doesn't matter. You're still getting your ass whooped. So come get some, Luca. Yeah. Acting like his knee and ankle hurt. Bullshit. <laughs> It, o- it only fuels the conversation. Yeah. So and Rag MMA is well in the chat in. also saying, I'm only seven. What is Saul saying? Well, if you're only seven, you're up way past your bedtime. Sorry. I'm confused by that one. I think he's saying he's only seven years old. No, he's saying that because Saul, you were swearing, and he's making a joke like he's only seven. Oh, uh, yeah, I got you. Oh, you go. And I thumbs see. up for you. There Thank you. You. Um, you didn't have the best night on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, did you? No. <laughs> Hell no. I didn't mean to bring it up, but oh. I also kind of needed to bring it up. Um, wait, wait, wait. What was the final score? 112-104? Right? Yes, 112-104. So not only, not only did they surpass the 211 over under, they also didn't cover because the cover, it was eight and a half. It was eight. Jesus. It's almost like they know what they're doing. It's like, Right. Like the 211, they blew right past that. Okay, I can deal with that. But this, oh, man, the eight and a half, man, this is crazy. And then didn't you also try to, um, oh, wait, we'll get back to this after. Because our homie Gerald Bourget is here from the Footprint Center. What's up, Gerald? Look at this split screen. What's up, guys? How you doing? Good. Good. What's going on, buddy? Not a lot. Just uh, in the VIP lounge for the 11th straight time. Hey, the drinks are flowing. Not really. <laughs> it's just Lindsay and me, so it's a little it's a little solo action here today. So, a little more somber. That's all right. That's all right. No, not not somber. Definitely very celebratory. Uh, okay, but it's yeah, it's just not anyway. as it's not as wild when it's all four of us. You know, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's all right. We so, don't. We don't have Barry White Espo here with us tonight with a deep voice. So, um, so anyway, what did you see out there on the court tonight? What's what surprised you? What are your big takeaways? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was kind of a repeat story. We've seen the last two games. The Suns kind of go through the motions through the first three quarters, and then they turn it on. They flip the switch in the fourth quarter. The difference tonight was I felt like the bench really showed out for them. You know, Landry Shamit had a great game. Cam Johnson had like 14 points. He finally had kind of the breakthrough performance we've been waiting for. JaVale McGee was really good. Um, So it feels like that bench that hasn't really gotten a lot of time together is finally starting to click a little bit. I feel like one of these games we're going to get somebody walking up behind you who actually understands that you're on camera and might want to join you. I'm really hoping that happens one time. That would be really fun. I wouldn't be mad at that. I, I would put my money on Ish Wainwright. That would be my bet. But oh, here we go. Okay. All right. We're taking bets, people, in the chat. <laughs> bets. Let's go. Okay. So I started the show. I was excited that those guys got like 40 seconds of action tonight. And the chat just lit yeah. me up. <laughs> what do you think, Gerald? Are you on my I team? Mean, no, I'm on your team. I, I thought it was fun oh, that they got God. minutes. I, I Don't know pander people, to her. I'm not. I'm not. I swear. <laughs> but I was excited Ish Wainwright was going to make his debut. And then, you know, I think Monty maybe brought him in a little too early because it all went to shit very quickly. <laughs> 47 but, seconds is too early. <laughs> well, I didn't know how disastrous those seconds were going to be. But, you know, he emptied the bench and suddenly it's like a six-point game. It's like, oh, shit. But uh, they held on. They did what they needed to do. They got the W, so it's all good. Yeah. What was the uh, the highlight from Monty Williams? What was uh, his focus tonight in his presser? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think it was a number of things. I think he was satisfied with the way that they turned it on in the fourth. I think he's well aware that this team is a very good team. And when you know that you're a good team, it's harder to get excited for, you know, playing the Mavs in November without Luka Doncic twice in a row. So I, I think he's he knows that this team has room to improve. He wants his guys to shoot more threes. You mentioned in particular like Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder. Those are three guys that the coaching staff has been on them. Like when you have a three, even when they're closing out on you, just take it. Like stop putting the ball on the floor. Just take the threes, let it fly. Uh, that's kind of been the big message. So all that sounds kind of negative. They have won 11 games in a row. But like Monty says, his focus is always on the next game. He wants the fans to enjoy the win streak, but he's, you know, he's already turning the page to the next games. Yeah, Bailey Lyons is in the chat saying if that 47 seconds would have been, led to a Manscaped ad read if Espo was here. Uh, unfortunately, Manscaped is no longer a sponsor, so it would not have. Sorry. Fortunately, unfortunately, Darn. it's debatable. Nah. It's debatable. Listen, those Manscaped ad <laughs> reads were, were legendary. They were really funny. So. They were. Um, Gerald, you, you mentioned the three-point shooting. Did Monty put a number on that by chance? On the number of attempts they want to take? Yeah. yeah. No, not really. He's mentioned in the past, like when we've talked about numbers, it's usually 30 plus. Um, but he's also cognizant of the fact that teams are designed to take away the three-point shot now. Uh, that's why guys are closing out on their shooters so hard. And they do have a lot of guys that have the reputations of being knockdown shooters. Like Landry Shamit, you're going to run at him. Cam Johnson, you're going to run at him. So his message is just kind of like, Nader. yes, they're running at you. Sorry. <laughs> Did we, oh, we got it. We got Nader in the background. That's great. <laughs> Downhill Dooley. There he goes. He wasn't as he wasn't terrible tonight. He played better than he did last game. How about that? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Okay, go back to what you were saying. Sorry, I got sorry, sorry. I got distracted. Sorry, I got I got starstruck by Pyramid Poppy. It's all right. Um, <laughs> Pyramid Poppy, but, I love it. Uh, yeah, they're they're generally looking for thirty plus attempts. I feel like that's a good number for them. But oh, we got there. We go more more name dropping in the background here. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just throws me off when, when you got right. you got people walking behind you like uh, Tim Kempton. That's all right. I love Tim Kempton, but he doesn't even know what YouTube is, so it's all good. Yeah, that's <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm so glad I have these things in. So glad. I'm uh, just kidding. It's all jokes. It's all jokes. All right, I have one more question for you, Gerald. So I believe it was you. Um, pre-game who asked Monty Williams about Cam Johnson and just kind of the bench unit. What did you like about Cam's performance tonight? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he, it, it was basically what Monty had been saying about wanting to get him more shots, get him more involved. And they did that tonight. Uh, they ran a couple of sets that got him wide open and, and Cam Johnson took the shots. And those are shots that he's been taking all season long when he's gotten them. Uh, but we talked, I asked him at shoot around today about, you know, what his mindset is while he's kind of going through the shooting slump. And he said, you know, I don't even feel like I'm in a shooting slump. I feel like, you know, when they leave my hand, it feels good. So he's just going to keep shooting them. And he did tonight and it's paying off. I, I think we're going to see some progression to the mean, especially with Monty trying to get him more involved. Cause the other night he had a couple of threes to start the fourth quarter that really jump started their run there too. So 
Uh, really good performance from him tonight. He knocked down the three balls. He attacked the basket a little bit too. So just a well-rounded performance from him and, and kind of the, the game that we've been waiting for him to have for a while. Fantastic. All right. Before we let you go, tell the people, what did you write about on GoPHNX this morning? Yeah, so I wrote about the exact thing that we've been seeing the last couple of games, how the Suns kind of, you know, walk through the first couple of quarters and then they go into a full-on sprint in the fourth as a team that knows how to flip the switch. And because of how good Devin Booker and Chris Paul have been in crunch time situations, they're they're really just being able to turn it on whenever they need to. And so same story tonight. So for once I wrote something and it wasn't immediately irrelevant after their next game. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, listen, I, w- the big, the big elephant in the room is obviously, uh, we need to trash the shit out of Denver on Sunday. Hell yeah. Is this correct? Is that, is that the yes. feeling we all have right now? Totally. Absolutely. Because I do not need to hear these DMVR guys again, especially their clonies in the chat trying to come at us about, oh, if we had Jamal Murray, or and then they beat us without Jamal Murray, and then they're just talking all types of crap. We need to turn it around and just absolutely destroy them on Sunday. Well, hopefully Nikola Jokic plays because if it's if we're going to turn this into, well, if we had Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, oh, really? I'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Gerald. We appreciate you, buddy. Bye, Gerald. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right. Let's go back to the DraftKings Sportsbook app just yes, real please. quick yeah, because – I want to tell all the hoopers that are watching and listening to us right now that if you're ready to net some free bets, all you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code PHNX when you sign up. Because if you use that code when you sign up and you place just a $1 bet on any NBA team to score a point, you can win $100 in free bets instantly. It is that easy. It's a no-brainer bet to make. It's the NBA. They're going to score a point, so you're pretty much guaranteed to win $100 in free bets by just using that code PHNX when you sign up. I mean, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it's an official betting partner of the NBA, so you know it's safe, it's reliable, it's secure, it's super fun. Even when you're losing, it's still fun because if you have some money on the game, it makes that game a little bit more I lost, exciting. I lost. I only bet 20 bucks tonight. No big deal, right? right. But if Jay Crowder, if, if I swear, like Jay Crowder, if you ever watch this show <laughs> and if you ever pass up another wide open shot, I swear when I see you, I'm going to throw hands, okay? <laughs> you you have to shoot the ball because he just cost me $400. <laughs> shoot the ball. My God. Yeah, so we have found that it's really exciting to bet on who's going to make the first bucket of the game. Yeah, that's... And typically, I feel like you guys always pick Jay Crowder, so... Yeah. Jay, well, I mean, Espo picked him, like, a I couple nights... two games in a row. A couple nights ago, yeah. And then he and picked he him again. And he hit one, didn't he? He hit the first one, and then this last last game, uh, Jay had, like, three open shots, didn't take any of them, and then then that was it. And then, well, and the reason why we pick, keep, it, uh, p- keep picking Jay is because the, the odds are so high. It's like 1,200, plus 1,200 if Jay hits the three. Yeah. Or hits a... A shot in general. Sorry, I just got burped in my mouth. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Beautiful. Uh, that's how sick I am to my stomach about what Jay Crowder did to me tonight. Well, because I think Espo won almost four hundred dollars on that. Yeah, he bet won four hundred twenty-five dollars off of twenty-five. Yeah. yeah. And like, 
I mean, it's super fun, like I said. And the cool thing is, is that the DraftKings Sportsbook app always throws out some really cool things for you once you're on the app. So like odds boosts and um, you get your money back on certain bets if you don't hit, all that kind of stuff. So again, take advantage of it. Download only, the DraftKings only, Sportsbook app. You only app. get your money back on certain parlays when they're running that special though. Not, right. Yeah. yeah. They give you like those type of specials, right? Or deals or whatever they would be considered. But they're always offering something cool on that app. So download it. Use the code PHNX when you sign up. And just a reminder, that is 21 and older only, Arizona only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. <clears throat> New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Also, uh, Shane, there was somebody earlier in the chat that was talking about wait until the fourth quarter and, and, and bet the live money. Because that's Ooh, what you should what? you should always do that with the Suns, uh, Iman Moore. Or, 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 yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. No, 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 the other way. Uh, Iman Moore in the chat. Um, keep going. Um, had said that a little earlier um, when I was talking about my yeah, bets. Yeah, he said, uh, Saul, all you have to do yep, to make is right money there. is wait for the Suns to trail in the third and then live bet them. He also, yes. he also brought up a good point, Saul. I don't know if you knew this, but Nader was the one that cost you your spread. He missed oh. the free throw at the end of the game. Fucking Nader. Yikes. Um, yeah. Oh. So <laughs> sick to your stomach. Oh. oh, my goodness. All right. All right. We have one um, additional topic that we're going to get into. It's our quote of the game. But before we do that, is there anything else a little bit more basketball wise from tonight's game that you would like to bring up? Um, I would have liked to see D.A. be a little bit more effective offensively. Yeah. Uh, you know, defensively, I thought he was he was good. But offensively, I'm still like. He, he had a couple mismatches, uh, especially against Powell, and both times he decided to do a fadeaway on the baseline. Um, one of them got blocked, and the other one he just missed. And I'm like, D.A., you were stronger, bigger, uh, and just more athletic than this guy. Take him down low and just abuse him. That's it. So that's that's my thing. Okay. I'm with you. Now we are going to move on to our quote of the night. Because tonight's game was on ESPN as well as Bally Sports. And during that broadcast, one Jeff Van Gundy said, you know what? I'll tell you what's overrated. Pumpkin pie. And it was very random. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Is it though? Well, I guess With not. With Thanksgiving coming around? I mean, I think it was just like a random moment in the game. Well, like yeah. It was, I mean, it Jeff, was just randomly popped in. Jeff Van Gunny usually has random tangents like that throughout the game anyway. Fair. Um, but since he brought it up, is pumpkin pie overrated? You sure you want to ask me that question? Yeah. And I want I want everyone in the chat to weigh in, too. Do you guys think pumpkin pie is overrated? Pumpkin pie is trash. <laughs> so <laughs> the answer is yes. so trash. I love pecan. I love cherry. I like apple. But... Pumpkin, ah, no, no. I don't know that I would go as far as to say that pumpkin pie is trash, but I will agree that pumpkin pie is overrated. (laughs) Absolutely disgusting. (laughs) No, I don't know that it's absolutely disgusting. Hey, as the person that fact checks things on this show, um, I've had too much pumpkin pie and now it's overrated, but it wasn't in my childhood. Pecan pie is easily the most elite pie out there. Oh, it is absolutely top, top one. Top, there is no other. Sweet potato pie. Pecan pie is the pie of all pies. Pecan pie is top two, and it's not top two. There you go. I mean, I do two. like pecan pie. 
It's pretty good. My grandma makes a really good one. <laughs> I think a lot of it depends on who is making the pie. I guess you dude said hot take is trash. <laughs> This is true. Hey, listen, nobody, nobody tunes in because they want to hear my shitty takes. They just want to hear my shitty hot takes. So I don't care. I love that the, you guys are very split in the chat. Like pumpkin yeah, pie 50/50. sucks. Pumpkin pie is, oh, pumpkin is Halloween garbage. Um, pumpkin pie is an absolute staple. <laughs> Oh, pe- pecan pie is mid? Oh, come on, Sunderous Dunks. Come on. Okay, Mike B, I don't know. I'm not totally sure what this word in here is, but if you're talking about blueberry pie being really good, I'm with you on that one. Blueberry pie is by far the best, like, is that really fruit a, pie. Is, is that a Thanksgiving pie, though? No, no, no. I'm just saying oh. fruit pie, because you brought up, like, cherry and apple and all that stuff. I love blueberry pie, but every time I think of blueberry pie, I always think about the pie-eating competition in Stand By Me, where the, they have a pie-eating pie competition, and then everybody throws up all over each other. <laughs> have you ever seen Stand By Me? No, I oh, guess yeah. not. Yeah, check it out. It's a pretty good movie. That sounds awful. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> Pumpkin pie slaps. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, Iman, have you ever taken a bite of pumpkin pie and just been like, mm, God damn, that's good. Okay, you know like, what it you... is, though? Pumpkin pie has to have whipped cream on it. If you don't have whipped cream, pumpkin pie is not That's why good. it's not elite. Right. I, I feel you. Okay, I, right. I say pumpkin pie is good, but it's definitely not elite. Hey, chocolate mousse is pretty good, though. I will say that. I don't really love mousse. And peach pie. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Okay, I'm going to do... I don't know if this is even a hot take. I don't really like pie in general. What about peach cobbler? Peach cobbler is okay. I have a thing In my with, family, we have peach cobbler. I have a thing with hot fruit. <laughs> I don't like hot fruit. <laughs> what? I don't like my fruit hot. Like any kind of fruit in a pie is always served warm. I don't like hot fruit. I think it's weird. What do you mean? I don't know. I it's just feel weird. That. I feel, when I, when no, I bite like, into like a hot apple pie, I get a little weirded out by the texture. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, no, no. Like, I get it. Like, if I just grabbed an apple off the shelf and it's liquid hot, like, okay, maybe no. not. But peach cobbler is elite. When it comes out, when you have that crust and it's just, what? Like, I don't and know. then you have that nice ice cold vanilla ice cream to go with it. Okay, oh, but apple pie works because level. you do have the ice cream that helps cool it down. But just normal pie that's hot or warm, I can't. It's just, it's weird to me. I don't know. Texas sheet cake was the go-to in my family growing up. What is Texas sheet cake? I don't know what cake? that is, but please tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, what is Texas sheet cake? Yo, yeah, that, that does sound yeah. like okay. You you have. You have my attention. Jacob brought up um, in the chat a peanut butter pie. What is that? No, that's like Jacob is so white. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, Jacob, but that oh, was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, then I'm sorry that we're laughing at something that you guys aren't in on the show, oh but I'm repeating it. <laughs> oh, you did hear it. Yeah, they okay, heard okay. it. Yeah, that's funny, Jacob. Okay, well, shout out to Brian in the chat. He said hot fruit makes me gag, so he oh understands. I still need to know what good. Texas sheet cake is. Yeah, where where are you at? I mean, damn. yes, you dude, where are you at? That's funny. All right, well, well 
Listen, that, that, hey, that was entertaining, though. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of Shane's a shorter Shane's actually night. trying to find what Texas Sheet Cake is all about. <laughs> oh, okay. All Wait, right. Can you get a picture of that to put it in here? Yeah, let, let, yeah, yeah. We, we'll, we'll let Jacob uh, throw up the, the picture of that. They have Reese's Pie. No. What does Shane say? Mike B said, <laughs> did we sound fat right now? No, Mike B. Thanksgiving no, is literally less than a week not. away. Like, this is what you, you should listen, be talking about. Yeah. During the holidays. We will not have any uh, fat <laughs> shaming here. I promise no, no, you that. No, 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 uh, What is? So you, you, know, you know what's so funny, though, is, is like I literally had this conversation with one of our writers. He will not be named. But he said that Thanksgiving is an overrated holiday because all the food is so damn bland. Okay. And I said, well, I'm sorry. But Sorry, at, your family at, can't at, cook. At my yeah, that's <laughs> what I said. Like at my house, we season our food. Sorry, I don't know what you're eating, but I guarantee you, that's a uh, oh my yeah. god brownies plus cake combo with vanilla ice cream is what a Texas sheet cake is. Wait okay. one more time. Brownies plus, plus cake with yep. vanilla ice cream. Yep. Shoot, I'd get down on that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I love a good brownie, and I think cake is better uh, than uh, pie. Brownies with no nuts. Thank though, you, Chris. I don't, I don't mess with the nuts. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Hot fruit, yuck. Um, <laughs> Why am I canceled for Reese's? Is it? Oh, what? What do you? How are you supposed to say it? Reese's. Reese's. Yeah, Reese's. I say Reese's too, though. A lot of times, I think it's Reese's. Shouldn't it be Reese's? If I, I meet somebody and they pronounce it Reese's, I know I'm not going to enjoy my time with them. <laughs> You're an so exception. You, so you don't like me? <laughs> threw you under the Reese's bus. makes me sound like you're almost saying like racist. Reese's? Reese's. Reese's? Yeah. It's now not I don't know what it is. That doesn't even make sense. It's Reese's. Okay, but I want to go back to your topic about Thanksgiving being overrated. Is that what he said? It's an overrated? Yeah. Yeah, I said an holiday? overrated holiday because the food's so bland. I don't think it's overrated because the food is bland, but I do think it's a little bit overrated. Well, I guess it's not even overrated because some people skip Thanksgiving altogether and go straight for Christmas. But I don't think I don't think Thanksgiving is an elite holiday. The food is great. If you make a Thanksgiving dinner for Christmas, though, like that's way better than just Thanksgiving in and of itself. Absolutely. Uh, Cody Savage said, so you can't say you're out on nuts and then praise pecan pie. Uh, Yes, the fuck I can. Because when did you say you were out on nuts? (laughs) I don't like nuts on my brownies. Oh, I don't either. Yeah. No. But I, but I absolutely love pecan pie, so it's just, it's not the same thing. Okay. Connor <laughs> asked, or Connor stated in the chat, turkey overrated. I concur. Uh, depends on how you cook it. I smoke mine or deep fried. turkey is decent. Yep. But I feel like most turkey is always just a little too dry. Yeah, but it's because they ain't cooking it right. Ham is way better than turkey, though. Oh, come on now. It is. Yeah, Aren't you bringing up. a ham to our friends' giving? Well, I changed it up now since we made it a, a nighttime gala event. Oh, Lord. Nobody told me it was a gala event. I'm not going then. It's cooking. cooking. <laughs> if I can't wear a sweatshirt and sneakers, I'm not you going. You can wear whatever you like. Okay, well, then I'll go. But you said it was a gala event. Well, being All facetious. Right. <laughs> oh, come on. Are we really getting into this ham turkey dude? No, no. That's like yes, that's ASU like trying dude, to debate right. who's better on this ham team, Chris Paul or Devin Booker. Fats. You can't decide between the two. It's just it is what it is. We just move on. Uh, I don't know that I would go that far. You, okay. you're really gonna say that? I'm sorry. You're I'm really, really gonna, gonna say, what? say <laughs> that Chris Paul or Devin Booker is turkey? Turkey versus ham. They're both good. 
No, but like on the level, like if you were to rank meats, like <sighs> turkey, ham, brisket, steak, oh. all that stuff. Turkey's at the bottom. No, turkey and ham are both at the bottom. Ham's pretty legit. If you're throwing brisket and all these other meats into it, yeah, those two are way at the bottom. But turkey. Why do you think they sell it for Thanksgiving? It's because they sell the worst. So they had to do a holiday where they could promote the shit out of it. Otherwise, we'd have 5,000 turkeys running down the streets of fucking Central. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying. Ham over turkey. (laughs) I mean, turkey's running them. Just a wall, like going ape shit out here. Yeah, Chris Lindsay is so offended. She is. I am. Thank you, Connor. Like, you, you can't, you can't talk about turkey and then ham and then throw brisket. And I mean, that's all these other fair, things. No, no, no. no. That's that's a whole nother topic, a whole nother but conversation. Turkey's definitely over ham. Um, Mike B, don't start. We could have this conversation <laughs> for hours. I don't. It's up to you guys if you want us to keep going nah, at this point. Good. But we're I don't good. want to bore you to death. Listen, the Suns did their um, thing tonight. That's what we were really here. <laughs> for sorry we got sidetracked plus we have three more games before we even get to turkey night we do so uh, we have plenty of time to discuss other matters down the yeah road. and we'll probably get into a little yeah, bit more things because i'm sure espo has a hot take that's absolutely trash you know, i guarantee it yeah you're, right. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong see you're not wrong espo you see what's happening here i am pulling Lindsay to the dark side <laughs> no well, uh, you know, the Suns are on an 11 game win yes, streak. That's you the love most important to see thing. It. And their next game is on Sunday against the Denver Nuggets. That tips off at six o'clock, which means we will be right here at 5:30 for a pregame show. Come hang out with us. And then as always, post game as well after um, that one wraps up. So come join us. Make some plans for Sunday and uh, make sure we are in on those plans. Until then, I'm Lindsay. You can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. That's Saul Bookman. You can follow him on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Sons. What? What? (laughs) People are going off. On me? Out about Espo. Oh, Espo. Espo's the turkey number one kind of guy. Espo's special whipped cream stuffed turkey is to die for. Oh, my God. Espo drinks (laughs) And Espo's a turducken guy. Oh my god, this is too much. You guys are so mean, but I love it. Oh, savage, (laughs) savage of the chats. We love it. We love it. Oh my god, that was amazing. Well, with that, we will see you guys on Sunday. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, Chris just brought up a great, so assign Thanksgiving foods to the starting five. Let's do it. Jalen Smith is green beans. (laughs) (laughs) Jalen Smith is green beans. Okay, all right. But not, okay, I'm not even going to give it away. Chris, that is a great idea. We will plan to do that on um, Sunday. 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 Post game. Yeah, it'll be a post game. Because I can't do pregame because I have to help out with the Cardinals postgame stuff. So Sunday or we have a game on Monday too, right? Sunday or Monday, we'll figure it out. But yes, Chris, great idea. Thank you for throwing that out. Um, All right, for real, for real now. For real, for real now. Okay, bye.